You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. All right. Uh, I'm here. You got you me? Could, yeah, I got you. You could be my favorite. I, I don't want to pile it on too thick, but you, you know how I feel about you. Good morning, Jordan. <laughs> Good morning, Dave. So do I, do I get to add to the uh, college basketball? Uh, asking you, how about, I, I'm a big, uh, you know, Knicks 90s kind of guy. All right. Go ahead. What do you got? So, come on. What about Xavier McDaniel? Wichita State, the Wheat Shockers, Ooh, actually Dave. led the Dude, nation. That's a good one. I, actually led the nation in scoring and rebounding. One of the very few to have ever done that. The fact that you know that's pretty good. I mean, because that that's like one of those that he he didn't go to like you know normal like you know big no. big huge college. But yeah, he was a great player. I used to like Xavier McDaniel, who's one of my guys. How about Ron Harper? Uh, Ron Harper. I believe he went to like something in the in the. Miami, I think, of Ohio. Is that where he went? It's like nah, a big... you're close. I think you're close there, but I, 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 I'm pretty sure it's the Paul. I mean, I'm, oh yeah, no, you're right. I was thinking Rod Strickland. Sorry, Rod. How about you? Were Rod right Strickland on, on went that. to DePaul. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. DePaul, right? But Ron so, Harper. Yeah, you, went you, to... you got you got Ron Harper too. Ron Harper was also yeah the mid Midwest. I, I believe that's right. I was I, I meant to say Rod Strickland. I went to the wrong. Uh, you know, Nick's guard. You know, we're, we're really sticklers on knowing where the where the guy. Uh, That's pretty good, actually, though. Those are three. Ra- those are some kind of random ones. Those aren't like big, you know, Arizona's or the world. And, you got anything uh, more before we talk about the drive? People, people are sitting there in their cars like, I don't want to get out of the car until I get the update from Jordan. Now you're like, where did Rod Strickland go to college? Do you have anything more <laughs> before we move to Kenny Galladay? Hey, Kenny Galladay. There's a, a like I, I put it out this morning. I think there's a stronger chance that they sign him than they don't. But there's still some things that they have to work through at this point, and they're working through it, at, you know, as they speak. And remember, Kenny Galladay wasn't going to be signed by the Giants. He couldn't. They didn't. This is a big investment they're making him, right? If they if they sign, okay. Let's just say you know it's going to be somewhere in the you know 14 million, 13, 14, 15 million range, whatever it turns out to be, right? So that's a big investment. In order to make that kind of investment, you have to feel comfortable with several things. You have to feel comfortable with his health, which was a problem last year. He had a hip problem, right? You have to feel comfortable with him as an individual. You have to feel comfortable in being able to trust him to be the right guy to you know, bring in and make sure that it's not a bust of a signing because the reality is a lot of times these free agent signings are total. You know, they, they don't work out. You can't, they, they can't be in a position you know, two years down the line where you're like, oh, that was a waste of money, that whole Kenny Galladay thing. He never played for them or, you know, uh, you know he, it didn't work out. He didn't mess with Daniel Jones or whatever or, or George Judge or whatever it is. So those are the kind of things that they're working on, and they're still working through some of those things. And so Kenny Galladay remains in the area, and they're going to hopefully, you know, get, get through all those points today where they can get into the real negotiating part of it and say, okay, now let's work out the money and, and get on with this and, uh, hopefully get Kenny Galladay with the Giants. Because All right, so, they need so that let, let me follow Dave, up, right? Let me, yeah, Go I ahead. really want that. I think every Giants fan wants that. A couple, couple questions. A, is it the hip? Is it the way things ended in Detroit with Matt Patricia? Is it a combination of the both, and the Giants just want to spend time and, and get to know this guy and see what he's about? Like, Is that the crux of it, or is, or is it more injury concern? No, I think that's exactly what it is. It's the hip, and it's the... You know, a lot of things went wrong at the last, last year at the end with Detroit. You know, he did not – it's pretty well known. He did not get along with Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia also happens to be, you know, pretty close to Joe Judge, right? So, 
you know, you know, I, I'm sure Matt Patricia and uh, Bob Quinn aren't sitting there, you know, if if they, you know, call for a recommendation and saying everything was fine, rosy and peachy, when the reality is he didn't come back. A lot of people thought he should have come back, right, and been able to come back. And in the end, it was part of what ended up costing Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia their job because they didn't win enough games and they needed Kenny Calladay to win games. So it, it, that is a big part of it, And but so, but so is the hips. I mean, I don't think that's something you can just completely discount. The Giants are very conservative um, medically as an organization, and they need to feel comfortable that it's a good investment to make in him, not just with the character side, but also with the physical side. Today, you think today is the day that we find out whether Galladay is going to be a, a giant or, or move on? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. I think by the end of today, uh, the weekend at the at the latest, right? That uh, you'll you'll find out if Kenny Galladay is going to really be with the Giants or not. No, you know, here's, I, what, I, here's, here's, here's what I need from you. If he's here, if he's here already, though, let's just say this real quick. If he's here already, it's, don't you know? There's been some sort of financial pi- parameters laid out. Right, so it's not like they're gonna they're gonna be like, whoa, that's what you're offering. So that has, at least to some degree, been addressed. Here's what I'm gonna need from you. I'm gonna need you to send me updates along the way. I want I want text updates. I want to know when he's leaving the building. I want to know when he goes to the airport. I want to know what he has for lunch. I I need to know along the way what's happening with Kenny Galladay. Okay. I mean, have I not been sending you text? You have been doing a beautiful job. He is Jordan Renan, doing a beautiful job here on 98.7 ESPN as well. All right, so Galladay this weekend, and better chance that he is a giant than not a giant. Is that what I can surmise from that conversation? Exactly. Okay. I put it about 60-40, let's put it at. You know, slightly, like I said, slightly more likely than not likely. Uh, Adoree Jackson, walk us through that one, and how big of an addition would that be? Because he's a pretty good young corner. Yeah, you know, the interesting part is you, you say, how the heck are they going to afford a Dory Jackson and Kenny Galladay? And I'm also also sitting there saying the same thing. And so are some other teams. Because Dory Jackson's going to get paid. But the Giants, you know, they're in the, they're heavily in the mix of that. I mean, it's you could perhaps even call them the favorite right now. I, I don't think that would be, uh, you know, a ridiculous comment. But uh, obviously a lot can change. They have to come and see him also. Dory Jackson did struggle this year. Uh, I believe he had some injury concerns too. So again, that that's uh, something when you bring in a guy, you, you know, they, they're very heavy into looking at, and we're gonna, we're going to see. But he he's the perfect complement if healthy, young, cornerback, speedy guy that can can run with the faster receivers with James Bradbury on the other side, who's you know his. If you're going to pick apart his game and say his one weakness, he's not the speedy guy. You don't want him guarding the really really you know, the speedsters. So really seems like a perfect compliment to James Bradbury. And if the Giants could get him in, I think that'd be a great move personally. So you you said you don't know how they're going to get them both. Is it a pipe dream to think that they could get Galladay and Jackson and add both of those guys to this team? I don't think that they would bring the Dory Jackson in if they didn't think it was at least a possibility that they could do both. Wow. And they can make it work. Look, I think, you know, something I had heard originally was that Golden Tate might be a post-June 1st cut, which then would create some more money. I don't really know for certain if that's how it went down. I'm trying to find out. But that's one way that perhaps they could be adding more money. Uh, There's also the Nate Solder move that still hasn't officially gone through. That'll give him some more money. And then restructuring a couple contracts, which I'm sure they'll have to do if they go that route. But, uh, yeah, those – 
if you do that, they they probably can make it work. And I think they view it as, hey, in a perfect world, if we could get both these guys at our price that we think is a reasonable price, and that we'll, we'll do it. Does it does it help the Giants right now? Jordan Renan with us here on ninety eight seventy ESPN covers the Giants so, so wonderfully. It keeps me up to date all the time with with constant text. Does it does it help the Giants? That it, I mean, it really feels like the wide receiver market free agency is very depressed right now. You look at what Schuster got. Um, oh yeah, it, right. I mean, th- this has to play into the hands of of the Giants. I would think. Yeah, yeah. The, the idea that you know it came out yesterday. Kenny Galladay wants eighteen and a half million a year. Yeah, I want eighteen and a half million too, and I have. Almost as good a chance it seems of getting eighteen and a half million on the market right now that Kenny Galladay has. I mean, that's just what the wide the, the market talks and, and certain positions get paid and wide receiver it's not the one that you know that that's making the money this year. Now Kenny Galladay, in retrospect, he almost got a deal from the Lions. I know people have said that was over eighteen million dollars as well. You know their offer. I don't think that was the case either. Uh, it was never in that range. So, uh, you know, once free agency started here and you see these deals, I mean, what, who, who's the highest so far? It's like, what, 12? I yeah. think no one else top. No one else. Well, I guess 12. Robinson because of the franchise tag. Right. But, but as far as like le- legitimate, but contracts? I'm not, yeah, I'm not I'm talking about you hit the open market. Right. Yeah. What is the, what is the open market said? Like it speaks for itself. So like what Will Fuller was in like the 10 range. Yeah. I think? He got, he got a one year deal also. Yeah, so I mean, if Kenny Galladay gets like fourteen, I wouldn't be surprised. If it's fourteen, fifteen, maybe, uh, and if the numbers are big at the end, I bet you it would be. It's probably going to end up having to be phony money, money that he'll probably never see. Um. All right. So, so here's my thing. If you tell me the Giants finish free agency and this is what they've done, Kyle, Kyle Rudolph and some undescript, uh, nondescript fullback and Reggie Ragland <laughs> and Mike Glennon. I would lose my mind. If you tell me the yeah, Giants, that would be most bad Giants fans, what'd you say? That would be a bad, that would be a bad haul. That would be a bad off. Kyle Rudolph and, you know, Mike Glennon and uh, Devontae Booker. That would be bad. You're not, you're not better because you lost. No, I mean, you're, you're, you're you treading water. Calvin Thompson. Yeah. Right. But They're I think, not even, and you lose Zeitler as well. But I think most, I think if you told most Giants fans, this is your free agency haul, they would say Gettleman should go immediately. I think if most Giants fans find out you're going to get Galladay and you're going to get Jackson, and then you're going to sprinkle in these other guys, you'd look at it as a huge success. So really the offseason for the Giants potentially is defined in the next 48 hours right now. No, I absolutely agree. You go from like a, a D or an F to like an A or a B. I mean, that, that's really what it is. I mean, you're, you're, they needed to get but They went into this offseason, and they said, we need to get that one big wide receiver. We need to fill one of those big holes, wide receiver or edge rusher. They struck out on Leonard Floyd, right? So now we're at wide receiver. And Adoree Jackson just kind of fell into their lap, I believe. And so I guess, hey, if they can add a cornerback, that's a good thing. But still, really, they needed to fill one of those two spots, wide receiver or edge rusher. They're not doing edge rusher with a big player, right? At least not in free agency. But they have to get, to me, they have to get Galladay. So last one, Jordan, I'll let you get on with your Saturday morning. Uh, If the Giants do land both these guys, potentially, do you think that impacts Uh what they do? via the draft late April, or do you think there's a good chance that they could land Galladay and still go with another receiver with the 11th overall? I think it's possible. You know what? I always say this, and I really do think most teams do that. You, you, first of all, you're, when you're not picking like one, two, or three, or, you know, really, really high, which unfortunately for the Giants, they have been in the past couple of years. Well, lots but, of years. Yeah. So, but when you're like at 11, 
you can't sit there and say, well, let's leave our roster open because we're going to take a receiver, right? Because you don't know who's there at 11. What if the top – let's say they only like two of the top three guys and those two guys are gone. Then you're totally screwed. So you can't – the idea of free agency is to make sure you don't put yourself in a position where you say, we have to take, you know, a wide receiver at 11 like, or else we're, we're totally up the creek here. So I, I don't think anything precludes them from making a move. Like if they have Kyle – like they have a lot of tight ends on their roster, right? And they really do like Evan Ingram a lot more than – than fans do at this point. That I, I could say that a thousand percent certainty. Okay, like if Kyle Pitts, they have him as their like number two player on the board, and he's there at eleven. Even though they have like five tight ends, they will draft Kyle Pitts, right? And then they'll maneuver around it. Or if they like Devontae Smith, and he's there at eleven, and even if they sign Galladay, they'll take him and then maneuver around it. You know, over the next few years, because you never know. I mean, I remember once um. The Giants had, like, Ruben Randall and Victor Cruz, and everyone's like, why are they drafting a wide receiver when they drafted Odell Beckham, right? Next thing you know, Victor Cruz and Ruben Randall basically like never did anything again. Right. And like things, things move quickly. You just just get good players. That's right. Just, and, don't, and, 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 don't and you know what the truth is, Jordan? They need good players. Like, they need a guy to get to the quarterback. They still would need another corner. They still would need another pass catcher. So just, just uh, I, I still think exactly. they need an offensive is line. Position, is there a single position where you could look at them and say, no, they have too many, they can't get a guy at that point? Uh, I, I would think it would be strange if they took a running Defense back at 11, line. yes. I think that, <laughs> a running that, that, back, very yeah. odd. Right. Maybe a nose tackle or, or interior lineman. That would be a little much. But right. Yeah. Do, you, do you think uh, – one last one I lied. Um, do you think there's any chance – that they, they love the kid out of Northwestern Slater and, and he's there at 11 and they snap him up. I don't think it's crazy thought. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to rule anything out at this point. Uh, I, you know, I haven't looked into it enough. They drafted two tackles though. And they, they put that investment in there. Do they view any of them as a potential guy that could slide inside? I think that would be the key there, right? Do they think Slater is an interior guy? Do they think – I mean, Matt Pertz is such a long guy that I don't think they could view him as an interior guy. Andrew Thomas also. So, you know, to, to, I, I wouldn't rule it out completely, but it does have complications there in regards to where do you, where do you kind of slot these guys and give them an opportunity to play. Jordan, it's been a pleasure. Keep me posted. We'll keep everyone else posted. I appreciate it, and I will talk to you soon. I will. I'm going to go make some calls, Dave. So get that. Keep your phone. Keep your phone beside. I got it right next to me. Right next to me. Good stuff, my man. I'll talk to you. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com.